Welcome to the GPS Training Podcast, the monthly podcast keeping you up to date with everything in the world of outdoor GPS navigation. Welcome to the GPS Training Podcast. It's our 52nd episode. This month, I'm again joined by my co-host Ian, our South of England trainer from, well, all the way down on the South Coast. Ian, so how are you keeping? Yes, very well, thank you, John. Very yes. good. Have you been up to much over the last month? Um, I have, actually, yes. Um, so a little bit more on it later, because I know we're going to talk about it. Had the first first vaccine before the map card, which I know we're going to talk about. Um, so we were right on that bit. Um, bought a lathe. I've got, no, I'm the proud owner of a lathe, John. Yes. Uh, and, oh, it's just fantastic. Learning to turn bowls at the moment. Fantastic. So, so where was this yeah. lathe delivered from then? Uh, it came from uh, Devon. Okay. Yeah, it needed a bit of shopping around. The lockdowns created a bit of a shortage of these sorts of, uh, this sort of machinery. <laughs> but no, um, got, got a good, good price. Or, uh, from a company down in Devon. So, so, to clarify for our listeners, this is a wood turning lathe that you've got, not yeah. a metal turning lathe, isn't it? Yeah, it's so, a wood turning lathe. I'll tell you what, it weighs an absolute ton. Well, not a ton, that's an exaggeration. 57 kilograms. It's, 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 it's a big old lump. It's good. Very good. Are you looking forward right. to getting delivering training course again? So, we're back up and running on the 17th yes. of May. So, uh, well, yes, it's getting closer. It, it is. is getting closer. Yeah, so people don't know, we're actually going to wait till the 17th of May, which is when accommodation opens up again. So we could actually start delivering um, from the 12th of April, but we thought we'll give ourselves an extra month because a lot of people do travel to our GPS training courses. And we thought it's best to wait um, for that. And then people, because most, yeah, so most people will, will travel, including ourselves. Often we're staying away, so we thought we'd better wait till all the accommodation's up and running. Um, if you haven't booked yourself on a course, please do because the, mm. uh, the places are selling very quickly because uh, there's a lot of people who have had courses postponed and this kind of thing. So if you fancy joining us this year, please do go and get ourselves booked onto one of our courses. So in this month's GPS training podcast, we look at a new video series, which is what's called Walk and Talk. We're going to discuss mobile phone apps. We're going to bring up again the new 125,000 map card, the release date for this. And then we have Ian's FAQs, the frequently asked questions Ian gets asked while supporting our customers. The first thing on this month's GPS training podcast is a look at our Walk and Talk series. Have you been looking at the Walk and Talk videos, Ian? Have you seen them? I have, John, and they're very good. And may I say, just for a bit of customer feedback, I had three customers contact us yesterday with queries, and they opened up with saying, the Walk and Talk series is great. Oh, well, there you are. Downward spiral. So there you go. Now Customer feedback. That's good. Don't need my feedback. <laughs> if people haven't seen them, a little bit of an overview of what they are is what I've been doing over this current lockdown, because um, we're not delivering course, I've been doing a Walk and Talk with a GPS unit. So I've been going out every month with a different GPS unit and going on a, a walk and talking about the GPS units. They're not training uh, videos as such is kind of an overview of how the navigation experience on each of these GPS units work um, and also just, just chat so it's a, a talk really so I tell you a little bit about the walk I'm on and, and some of the, the variants uh, and varied I don't know aspects of, of that walk throwing a few top tips so again depending on the GPS unit I've thrown in a few top tips 
um, on on how to use um, each of the units. They're not short, these these videos. They're 20, 30 minutes in length. So in case of get yourself a cup of coffee and sit down and watch the one that you, what, that you want to do. Um, first one I did was the Garmin GPS Map 66i which I have kind of referred in to quite a few people because um, it's exactly the same really as the 66S, 66SR, yeah, yeah. isn't it really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, so again, yeah. the, the, the only thing that they've not, I do show a little bit about the two-way satellite communication, the in-reach stuff, but again, you can just skip through that bit, can't you? Um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. There was snow on the ground for that one, Ian. I don't know if you noticed it was quite a, a, a cold day, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a it was a cold one to start off with, um, yes. and I went on a I can't remember it's a fifteen seventeen mile walk or something up on the the Simon Side Hills. Yes. Uh, second one I did was the Montana seven hundred, um, and the key thing over there I don't know if you saw the the carry case that's been a bit of a coup. Yes, I did. Case. Yes. So yeah, uh, say this big conundrum for a Montana seven hundred owner that uh, who get wants to take it out walking. It's it's what you do with it, isn't it? It or is. Was. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah. I don't know if people have seen in our newsletter, our Friday newsletter. I did put a, a newsletter out. I'm going to say a good few months ago and say how are people carrying their Montana 700s? And people um, kindly came back with their suggestions. So I actually went and bought lots of different cases. So our training bag here is now wedged full of different <laughs> cases. And I tried. May I have one, please. You, you're more than welcome. Yeah. <laughs> And then I, uh, I then went and bought um, 55 Montana 700 cases. It was a bit of a chuckle because my wife sat there and uh, every time we saw one, she said, that's 54 you've got to sell now, John. That's 53, that's 52, <laughs> that's 51. <laughs> and I may say, I've actually sold all 55. I've ordered another 55. So uh, Fantastic. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I've kind of, um, yeah. So the other 55 just arrived yesterday. So that's my first 55 done. And now I'm going to get through the second one. And there's been some really good reviews on the website of that case as well. So yeah. again, um, yeah. it is, it is, it is really nice. You might be quite interested. It's actually it, it comes from a police supply. Um, the, the, these people make um, um, equipment, accessories for polices, the police, yeah. uh, and that's yeah. where we got this from. So uh, it, it looks, it sort of like looks sort of like familiar. Yeah. Um, basic and agricultural uh, equipment yes something like that yeah that's all we got so yeah so i, I sourced it through those guys they're really good um so that's the, and then the one that i'm just going to release it will be live by the time the podcast goes live um is the satmap active 20 so i was out with the satmap active 20 this weekend um and that's 25 minutes in length so again that's um that's that one a few people have been asking on youtube can you do one for the satmap um so yeah it's it's yeah and i just want to save any wants anything else covered in those um let me know so again if you find them on the website which if you just go to our website which is gpstraining.co.uk click on news and then walk and talk is currently the third news story down and then underneath is a comment block box so if you want anything um covering in those walk and talk series a unit or alternatively something to do with a unit um just pop it in there um again when i first did the 66i i didn't do any route planning and a few people said it'd be really quite nice if we showed how to plan the routes on garmin base camp so you'll see then when i did the montana 700 i used garmin base camp when i did the sat map um i've used expedition 2 um and do you know what ian expedition 2 is is brilliant it's absolutely Absolutely, it is, isn't it? Brilliant. Yes, it, it it's 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 basic, 
but exceedingly very good. Oh, that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, exceedingly good, yeah. It yeah, ties yeah. in nicely with the, the next story when, I, when we talk about apps and things, but I actually also downloaded the route onto the SatMap app at the same time I did um, when Whoa. I found it. So it was, uh, yeah, so was, I was very impressed yeah. by the connectivity that Expedition yes. 2 does yeah. have. So yeah. again, I show a little bit on the walk and talk for the SatMap about planning on, on uh, Expedition 2. Uh, from there so again have a look at the walk and talk series if there's anything you want covering in future walk and talks just get in touch with ourselves here at gps change the best thing is just go on to the new section and then put something in the comment box and i do um, read every single comment there next thing on this month's gps training podcast is a look at apps because i know a number of you are using apps on your mobile phone ian you yes. made a purchase this week, I believe, haven't you? Apps and mobile phones. Come on, Ian. N- not just a lady. You've bought a new iPhone, haven't you? Is this oh, why this is in the podcast? Well, is this was Ian's? This week. It, oh, is it, it not this week? Uh, uh, it wasn't this week, John. No, it it was it was a few weeks ago. Um, you've upgraded to an iPhone 12, haven't you? I have. Yes, it was because uh, Apple were just wanting to give me too much for my very old iPhone. So. <laughs> I, I was I was to, I was told by my wife Carol that I if I didn't do it then I'd only be regretting that I hadn't done it when they gave me nothing in five months' time. So, so um, yeah. So we so yeah. So I got a new a new iPhone and it works very well. Uh, is this so um, you can use the the wireless charging in your new car? Is this the reason? Oh, why, it's... It? <laughs> <laughs> I just told you that. <laughs> We did mention on the previous podcast, I think, about the uh, the lack of your wireless charging. I think uh, 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 you were yeah, able to use the wireless yeah, charge. We have discussed it in the past on the podcast. So. Yeah, we are, I'm, I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, yeah. So I have a new phone, John. How about that? Very good. <laughs> yes. So while we're discussing um, apps, um, do you know, it's, it's something I'm, I'm actually starting to put together a news article for the website looking at apps. That's, so I thought I'll, we'll talk a bit, a bit about the podcast. And if anybody's got any suggestions, any any recommendations, we can incorporate that into the news article. So often when I do a news article, it's kind of going to take a month or so to put together to kind of understand all these different apps. I know people say, oh, well, an app's never going to replace a GPS unit. I couldn't agree more. But one thing I've learned mm-hmm. since talking on this podcast is... Um, we had a really good guy called Lynn Lee Chambers back on podcast number 35. I'll link to that in the uh, in the show notes underneath. If you've not listened to it, listen to Lynn Lee. He's the safety coordinator for the Spine Race. And one thing that he, he really opened my eyes up to, um, and, and hopefully yours if you've listened to it, is he talks a lot about not having all your eggs in one basket. You know, not having, like, I've always think, oh, we go lightweight. Let's have everything in one device. Let's have it. Like, we don't need this. We don't need that. And he kind of mm. said, actually, let's mm. have lots of different devices so your gps unit you should also have your paper map with it as well so you've got two and why not have an app on your mobile phone as a backup to your gps unit so if something happens with your gps unit you've got that or in different circumstances so actually if you can get an app that's not going to cost you a lot of money that is also you know how to use you've got another backup device when you're when you're out navigating so it's it's, he was going to say not have all your eggs in one basket and it gives you this this I don't know um, layers of, of 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 technology if something goes wrong, so that's why we thought well, let's just start looking at some of these apps um, uh, from it. Um, have you been using apps? Ian? Have you have you have you experimented with any or not? I have. Um, so the one actually that I've actually, <laughs> despite I must confess to many OS 
map app owners over the probably the last few years. You know, they say, oh, I've got the OS map app and it's really, really good. And I've gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so last last Black Friday uh, last year, I, I did actually download it because I think at the time I had a, a query from a customer. Actually. I thought, oh, come on. You know, it's it's really not a lot of money. I'll tell you what, John, it is. I, I think it is really good. Um, I, 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 you know, and I, I can really I understand where people are coming from with, with this app. I mean, I think you and I, you know, I suppose the one that you and I have um, used most uh, because of what it is, is the Garmin Explorer app. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think the Garmin Explorer app, um, from a mapping point of view, is just appalling because the bottom line is it's an open street map. Exactly right. Um, and, and whereas the OS map app, um, you know, it, you can have it on your PC, your, your tablet, your phone. If you give your husband, wife, partner, whoever, uh, your login details, they can put it onto their um, devices. Um, and the thing is, John, it is just so, it, it. It's very much. I, I think it's sort of like very. It's very similar in many ways to Expedition Two, but it a bit more basic than Expedition Two, um, and. The to be honest with you, I if if we're just going to go for a walk where um, you know because in this current climate we need to try and find new walks, new places to go to. Um, I don't. I really just do not bother with base camp. I, I just can't be bothered. I just sit. You, you know, literally within five minutes, you can plan a walk off an OS map off my iPad, upload the GPX file. In I mean, you still need the Garmin Explore app. And you still need a GPS, so the Montana 700 or the Map 66 series to sync the the, the GPX file with um, with the GPS. But to be honest with you, I don't. I really don't bother finding a computer and doing a very nice, pretty map on Basecamp. Um, you know, you can plan a walk quite adequately and, and sync it to your GPS via the Garmin Explorer, like really, really quickly. And I, I think. Personally, I think it's I think it's a very good little app. So what you do um, is you're planning it, then export it as a GPX file, and then use yeah. the Explore app to sync that with your. And then I use GPS the Explore units. app to sync it with my with the 66, and it, it it does just work exceedingly well. It, it's a bit, I suppose, the first time you do it again, it's all this problem with it's a if people aren't familiar, there can be problems syncing your. Um, uh, GPS with the Explore app, and you know you've got to have that all up and running and connected. But once it's all connected, it just happens, and it's just so quick. And it's, uh, I, I think it's a lot better than just sitting on Basecamp. And you know, and I think the other thing is, which I'm sure we'll talk about with the other ones, it's having flexibility when you're away from a computer, isn't it? it um, is. But then also at the same time, um, you know, if you're going to do something really serious, you can't. You know the OS app is too it's too basic. It won't let you do what Basecamp will do. Yeah. Let you do, um, and I think you know uh, if you're going to do something serious and there are safety aspects surrounding a walk or whatever that you're going to be doing, then I'd still go back to Basecamp. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, as I say, I'm actually really really impressed with the OS app. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, and. And it is sort of quite, um, you know, as we're saying also, not having all your eggs in one basket because 
you know that with something like that, you, you, you can download the maps off and have them offline anyway. Um, so you don't need a mobile signal, you know, where, wherever you are. But again, it is a bit of a, it's a, back, a, a it is a backup to a GPS mm-hmm. um, with a full ordnance survey map. If you, I mean, um, I, think, I think it's about 20 or 25 odd pounds a year or something, which is, um, I tell you what, with my influencing over the Map 66 SR, John, perhaps Ordnance Survey should be um, uh, should be paying should be paying us royalties. Um, but, but no, but but it, but it is a backup facility um, with a. Again, we should all have a paper map with us if we're doing something really serious. Um, you know, but influencing. You know, I was just thinking this the other day when we were doing this walk and talk here. When we were in talk, I said, Do you know what, every unit we're walking with, we've had to buy. I was just thinking this, you know, every unit I was, is, is our own unit. You know, it's a GPS training unit. Nobody's ever given us a unit to do a review on, never mind give you a oh, free no. app or anything like that. Oh, no. me, it's absolutely scandalous, it is, really. I, I just asked for small things, John. <laughs> just an app. Just a... <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. Have you, have you, you've had a quick look at the SatMap app or not? Um, um, I have, but to be honest with you, I, I stopped when I realised that for me to go much further with it, it was going to cost about 40, I think it's about 40 pounds or something. It was a download. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I questioned at that point, well, you know, if if someone's uh, got Expedition 2, would they want to then spend another 40 uh, on the app? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, because that's quite a lot a year. Eighty pounds a year is quite. Perhaps we should, you know, if anyone from Satmaps um, listening to, listens to our podcast, do it as a package, a bundle. Yeah, um, yeah. We've actually got. I keep saying this. We've got Satmap happy to come on and discuss their app with them, and maybe we we'll get them on a on a on a standalone podcast. Is yeah. it is very nice though. Again, it's if for a Satmap user, the Satmap app is just like a Satmap GPS unit. So again, it's just very familiar. to you know the way you start recording your track where the buttons yeah. are? It's, it's near enough yes. identical. Um, so again, for a Satmap user, it's it's really nice. I love the seamless way where, as you do with a Sat with Expedition Two, you with a, a Satmap Expedition do you save into the cloud then they say you can just then automatically sync that onto your jeep onto your mobile phone so mm, it's been funny mm. so actually going back to the walk and talking with the sat map back to 20 is you no know, i i planted an expedition to put it onto my gps device and then actually why wouldn't i then just pop, pop it in the app as well now yes. therefore we've got that backup i gave myself that rigidity if something goes wrong with my sat map i've got it mm. on my app yeah. and then that overlays yeah. the route in it yeah. um yeah. so again it was quite a um yeah, it was quite an, an, an interesting experience. And then it's quite really funny because actually on Sunday we actually went out with the Montana 700 because there's been some issues with the Montana 700. I don't know if we should discuss that or not, but there's been a few, um, a, a software update that's not done as it should have done. And uh, so we went out with the Montana 700 and, and, and I actually planned the route and expedition too before I went out. Yeah. Um, and then I also then put it on the SatMap app and, and, and ran ran those two next to each other to see the navigation experience. It was only because I fall mm. off the... Uh, the big unit onto my wife, and she could carry them onto the seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give her a carry case. I couldn't afford to give her a carry case. Oh, John. <laughs> Not after what she was saying about them. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so, no, no, better keep hold of them. So yeah, so um, yeah, so we went out uh, with that, and again, just using the app. Key thing is though with apps is is on your mobile phone. 
you've got to be cautious. If you like this, we just went out for a five or six mile walk. It wasn't nothing major, but again, I, I wouldn't like to be going out for that no 15, 20 mile walk just using no. an app and a standalone. No, no. I mean, it's it, it again. There is just the there's the safety aspect of the whole thing, isn't there? Really, and it's and and I I just don't think that you well you shouldn't be relying on a mobile phone ever. No. If you as I say if you if you're going for a little you know gentle walk somewhere, well that's slightly different but if you're doing anything serious then a mobile phone is not the way to go is it mm-hmm. at the end of the day so and also we're talking about apps you now view range is one of the most established yeah. and uh, oh, it's warm, been out for which years going hasn't out it? for yeah. years no i know yeah. the predecessor yeah. of gps training you know, was quite involved a lot when when it was set yeah. up you know nicely about yeah. view range is you actually can download walks directly onto it so there are walks yeah. that you can uh, when you're in an area mm. knows where you are you can download walks directly onto the app mm. and it's really quite mm. a nice navigation experience um that you get overlays it like a route like we would traditionally see on an outdoor gps unit and then then you literally just follow an arrow on the screen you get this big arrow points out in front of you in the direction that you're walking yeah um, yeah. And I know we had quite a lot involved with the Casio watches. They teamed up very much with View Range, um, the Casio GPS watches, uh, because you could then download the walks or cycle routes directly onto onto the watches as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So they, mm. that's a hugely popular one. A few others I've heard people talk about is Kamut, Map My Walk. I've heard that quite a bit. I've never never had any experience of Map My Walk. Um, all trails. I don't know. Have you heard any more Ian that you've um, apps? No, I don't think I don't think so. Say so, Kamut, we get a few queries every now and again with Kamut uh, yeah. not syncing properly with Garmin devices. Um, but I think that's more. I stand to be corrected, but it, it, I think it's more of a cycling than a walking app. I mean, I know there are walks. You know, if people can't um, think of their own walks, there are preloaded walks on Kamut. Um, but I think it seems to be more of a, a cycling app than, um, but yeah, as I say, I, I think though that, I mean, to get the full experience of Kamut, I do know, I think it's about, well, um, for the whole, for the year, it's about £29 or something. So, you know, at that stage, again, you're, you're not looking at particularly very good mapping, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I think a lot of these apps um, sort of like run off the back of open street mapping. Um, and 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 that is where you know exp- uh, the SatMap app uh, and the OS map. I think that's where where they they gain greatly and people benefit greatly because you've got access to well, I'm sorry, and ViewRanger. You've got proper o- OS maps as opposed to OpenStreetMaps, and I think that's the that to me. And I think for a lot of people, that that has to be um, quite a big deciding factor as to which way they go really and the key thing as well is if you are using an app to get an app that you can download the mapping onto your mobile phone eg we're not streaming it over data so if you don't have a mobile phone signal you don't have a map that's the key thing is when we use an app is as you've said on the os you've downloaded areas on it again again with the sat map no you download that onto your mobile phone so if yeah, you are yeah. off grid um you've still got that map because again a lot of the the cheaper apps um which are running from open street mapping and this kind of thing, they are streaming that data directly onto your phone. And mm. if you've not mm. got a mobile phone signal, you have no navigation experience, which is the worst um, scenario you could ever be in. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> when your backup's not working, <laughs> you can ever, yeah. So again, just be just be cautious on mm. that. And again, we've discussed yeah. no battery life on it. 
so yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's quite interesting. I say it's it's, it's an evolving. There's loads of like I say new apps now. Again, I was looking on my mobile phone this morning. And there's no a few I've downloaded. Not people have sent. Oh, try this one and try that one. So mm. uh, it's yeah. quite an interesting one. I think everybody's using OpenStreetMap and Ian because it's free, isn't it? That's the reality of it. They can well, make the map free. Absolutely, but but then you know I'm, I mean I know you don't want to be buying lots and lots of different purchasing lots of apps, but you know I think even just buying one app for however much they are over the course of a year works out and then you divide by that by the number of devices you can have it on um is uh, it, it's phenomenal and and some of them do work i think exceed you know they they do work exceedingly well and either as a standalone app or um and i know that you can do it with all of them you can do the export you can export the gpx file um, which you can either do from, you know, if you don't have, so if you have a, the touch screen, um, Oregon's or Etrex touches, then you could still do that via Basecamp and get it into your GPS. Or if you've got a 66 or um, Montana 700, do it through the Garmin Explorer app. And I think that's the, that's the good thing. You know, there are ways of still getting it into the GPS. Um, because I know we've just done that in the our online resource. People done our online training platform. I think you just well you did some videos of exporting from uh-huh. the OS software yes. and then as a GPX yeah. file and then putting that on the internal storage of a GPS unit. Because we've had a, quite a few customers who we have, got, yeah. I've got yeah. that subscription yeah. are liking it and don't want to come mm-hmm. over to Garmin Basecamp for whatever reason. Uh, so yeah. there's those training videos yeah. in there of exporting it and then uh, also exporting your gpx file from your gps back onto the os software back onto as well. the, yeah so. yeah 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 good, well, good. so um good. if emmy's if got any suggestions again do drop us an email i say we're going to stop in this article together about uh different apps i'm going to download them i've downloaded a few we're going to do um quite in-depth reviews on them so again if you've got any any suggestions or what which ones because there's nothing worse than writing an article then so we said oh we should have covered x y and z eg we've missed a fundamental player uh please do get in touch with ourselves so again please don't when we're talking about these apps we're very much using them um as a backup rather than our main navigation experience and of course you say well of course he's going to say that because he sells gps units um i've actually just wrote an article this week on the website um to prove that it's not just me saying that i've put an article um which is named um um, stop using smartphones to navigate mountains warm mountain rescue so there's quite a few um it's on our news section of our website. If you go to our G, uh, go to gpstraining.co.uk and click on news, it's currently the top story where there's a lot of mountain rescue uh, people saying, please don't rely on these apps. No, take your, take your map with you, take your GPS unit with you, because yeah, I think a lot yeah. of them are, are frankly sick of rescuing people who are going yeah, up there. Yeah. And when you read some of the um, some of the clips I put in there, no, it's, it's not... It, there's a lot of people going off with Google Maps and things. No, it's absolutely there's just it's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And going back to the the yeah. walk and talk with the SatMap X to twenty, you know, actually it's quite interesting when you are going into the field to jump onto that one to ten thousand map. People think it's going to be very detailed because on the platinum on the SatMap we get one to ten, one to twenty five, one to fifty. Mm. When you are mm. off off um, out of the village or out of a town, the one to ten thousand, frankly, is useless, isn't it? It's, yes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's just got nothing whatsoever. Yeah, and, so we uh, we yeah. are looking at one twenty five thousand or one fifty thousand when we're navigating yeah. in the countryside. So it's it's I think it's yeah. even worse than the open street map in the one to ten thousand when we're in in the rural environment, <laughs> yes. isn't it? So yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you have any thoughts or suggestions on 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 apps, please do get in touch with ourselves here at GPS Training. 
Next thing we're going to discuss on this month's podcast is the progress of the new 1 to 25,000 Topo Pro Map card. Well, Ian, the saga continues. Is there progress? You put on the notes. Um, the, or you've just said the progress. Is there progress, John? Is there progress? <laughs> I'm holding my hand, my head in my hands progress. as we speak. <laughs> Do you know what? There is progress because you know what Garmin have done? They've changed the image of the map card on their website. So now That's when you go enough. on, it says 1 to 25,000 version 2. That must have been difficult. <laughs> but if you actually, if you are a keen uh, viewer of this, you'll actually see the product code is actually the old product code. The description is the old product description, and the description is the old description. So actually, it's not really the new one. So if you go and buy the version two from Garmin, it's actually the version one that you're going to get. Um, <laughs> I did, <laughs> I did have that pointed out to me. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, when I was having a, a rant with Garmin <laughs> maybe a week ago. Going, um, we did actually predict it, and it would be Easter before the new map card came we out. We did. We and did. Easter is just Garmin. around the listen corner. To us. Um, so <laughs> it should yeah. get there. I keep being told, uh, again, um, Gar- uh, people don't know, new 125,000 map card is coming out. Garmin informed us that it would be January. We said it January in the Garmin world is going to be Easter. We then no chance, yeah. <laughs> since discovered that they get the map set from Ordnance Survey in January, which is the updated map set, uh, and therefore it does take a little bit of time to do it. It can only just be around the corner. If they've changed the image on their website, it surely is, is going to be around the corner. And we've actually got quite a few on order already with a new product code. We've actually got the product code from Garmin. So we've got... Right, oh, fantastic. Some, <clears throat> yeah, I've got yeah. the product code. So we've managed to order them. But at the moment, we... We're not getting any. We're just getting the old ones. No, we're still having to order new with a new product code mm. and the old product code. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is how I can look when we look on the Garmin website. I can see the product code and go. Actually, that's the wrong product code for the, that product. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know how many people have downloaded it and spent good money in getting the old map set, but hey ho, that's not my problem, is it? So <laughs> <clears throat> May John, <clears throat> May Bank Holiday. <clears throat> Yeah, I think, I, um, I think post-Easter, I think it'll be out and about, surely, won't it? Oh, got to be, really. Yeah. Let's yeah. hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> um, the key thing there really is, um, as people don't know, the this Montana 700i, 750i doesn't work with the old ones, or the current one to 25,000 map card, but is going to work with the new one. So that's why it's been yeah. quite a big um talking yeah. point really over That's the last been a big year. deal hasn't it really yeah, um, yeah. so yeah. again those people when we get it you know we, we did a bit of a work around for those customers who initially bought it with the um with the 125,000 map cards so they will be issued as soon as we get them i say that's why i know we've got quite a big order in to cover those customers and then mm-hmm. we'll slowly be swapping it over uh to the new one so ian they should have listened to us shouldn't they hey ho i should i mean I, i'm sure everyone was going Oh, yeah, what did John and Ian know about this when we were saying... Because probably people thought also we are being really quite cynical about the whole process. Uh, and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure someone thought, God, you know, miserable blokes, you know, just sort of moaning and groaning about Garmin. But, uh, you know, as we, I think I said to you, I think I actually asked you the question, what do you reckon we're going to get first, the vaccine or, or the map card? And we, and we said the vaccine. And, it, and it's, it's true. It is. It is. It is. It's an absolute. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. it's a travesty, really. It's absolutely it is. amazing how how slow these things happen. But 
Yes. Anyway, all yes. time. Again, when the new map card does come out, we will make big thing in the newsletter. So again, if you don't sign up for the GPS training newsletter, please do, because again, we will be leading the newsletter when it is. Um, and again, if you have got a unit offers and you are waiting for us to issue with a new map card, please do be patient. Again, as soon as we get them in, we'll be in touch with yourselves. Next thing on this month's GPS Training Podcast is Ian's FAQs, a frequently asked question Ian gets asked whilst supporting our customers. So, um, first one, Ian, is the Garmin one, which I think also relates to SatMap users as well, doesn't it? Yeah, So, um, and also, John, should we also, at some point through all of this, just alert Montana 700 owners of the problem with the new update? Yes, do you want to do that first of all, do you? The Montana. Yeah, let's do that. Do you know, it's, it's very. It, it's, should, a, it's a small I, problem. It's a, it's a small problem. You know, it's, it's funny. I had a customer yesterday with problems, and I kind of said, I'm not going to tell you about the problem because he didn't know about it. So I kind of thought it's like telling you what's wrong with your car when yeah. there's when you don't know about yeah. it. So yeah. Um, let's but let's tell people. So if, no, if they want it, to go in and crash their Montana 700, we can tell them how to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so firstly, you go and update it to version 8.20. <laughs> then you go back into your list of rec saved recorded activities. You find a recorded activity that you have saved on your uh, Montana 700. Um, you tap on it and then it will crash the unit. Um, <laughs> so that's how you do it. Please don't contact us about it. We've told you the problem. Um, I had actually I had an email from Garmin dealer support yesterday um, saying that uh, not only do they have an open uh, docket on the problem, but they anticipate that the next Montana update will cure that problem. Have you um, got a timescale for that or not? Is there a timescale for it? <laughs> no. Yeah, right, John. <laughs> it's a bit like the timescale for the problem with not being able to delete a uh, recorded track on an Oregon 700 that we told them about last August. Um, yeah, don't hold your breath over it, but no. Um, so as I say, Montana 700 owners, uh, if you do tap on a saved recorded activity, it will crash your GPS. Don't worry about it. It Just pair it back up. Um, it will show that the, the maps, it will go, it will recycle, um, go through a cycle of, of loading all the maps again, especially if you've got the one to 25,000 one to 50,000 map card. Uh, so you just have to give it a minute or two. The rest of the GPS works absolutely fine. It is just this one thing. And so we've had, well, you know, certainly over the last few weeks, at least two, if not three. And even last week, I up updated our training Montana 700 and, and it subsequently uh, did exactly that crash. I was thinking, oh, I don't believe this, but it was good. Interestingly though, I, and I don't know whether this is the case. Anyone who has recently bought the Montana 700. It comes with 8.20 uh, already loaded. Haven't heard from any of those owners. It's only the owners, it seems, who have a Montana with a previous software version on it. So it's like it is when you're if you're updating to the new software version, that seems yeah. to be causing the problems, doesn't it? Yeah. So we haven't heard as yet anyone from who's recently bought one uh, with it that comes ready supplied on it. That they've had a problem it seems to be the slightly older montana 700s hmm. but as i say so please don't contact us you've heard it from us that it's a problem and that garmin at some point in 2021 or possibly even 2022 will um 
sort it out. Yeah, so those people saying, so what they're doing is pressing the magnifying glass, which you wear to, then recorded activities, and then if you tap on any of those activities, or there'll be tracks in, in this case, it just, just switches off the unit, doesn't it? Yeah, case. absolutely, yeah. yeah. As I say, it's not, the rest of the GPS is fine. It's just this one little feature. It's amazing, really, because actually... Let's fingers crossed to get it sorted before the 17th of May because actually this is something we do on courses. So again, we're going to have people with yeah. mo- Oregon's <laughs> who can't uh, leak their track. Um, <laughs> so when we do that exercise of you know, like uh, starting off and you don't want to say because it's just a little track and we're going to get those people yeah. crashing on that. We get people so crashing when we do track backs on it as well. Uh, so that exercise is going to be a bit scuffed, aren't we really? So it's going to be an entertaining, uh, entertaining courses when we get up and running again with all these <laughs> units switching off. It was quite interesting because the other day I was, there was also there's also been a very recent update for the Map sixty six SR, and it was with some trepidation that I actually did update mine because I thought it worked perfectly fine. <laughs> Am I going to make it worse? But no, it's, it seems it seems fine. It's very odd, isn't yes. it? This? I don't know. I don't know what what's going on there. But um, hey. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm actually I'm quite impressed how few people we've had. I know we've had a few people saying about this this issue, but actually, you think how many Montana 700s we've sold? There's very few we've had, so it shows how many people are not doing that that one PSA. Yes. When I spoke that Christmas day, it was about another issue, and I, and I went, I'm not going to yeah. tell you the problem because actually, you've never come. And he said, I love my Montana 700. I said, yeah, it's a great unit. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of yeah, unless you do this thing this way, it's it. it, it it's yes. okay, so yeah. yeah. Or it's either that or people aren't updating their GPSs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going back to your FAQs. Yes. So if people have downloaded GPX uh, long distance walks. Um, yes. from this, is this the thought then that people are going to start having holidays, Ian, as lockdown is finishing? I, I don't know, but I uh, recently I've had quite a few people say, oh, I've downloaded this whatever walk that's a long distance walk. Considered on base camp, when I transfer it to uh, my GPS, doesn't show. And it goes back to um, the fact that, you know, a route can only have 250 waypoints in it maximum. Um, and also I sort of question, well, if you're doing a long distance walk, then you're not going to walk it all in one go anyway. You're going to, so you would split it down into, well, I, I, I don't know, but when I do mine, I split it down into the days that I'm going to be walking. It's just easy. It, it's the only way to do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the answer is a long distance walk won't show on the GPS. So you've got to split it down. And last year, John, when we did the GPX library, um, you did some really great little videos showing people for just basically how you split the, um, routes down into manageable chunks. Um, and that's what people need to do. Um, yeah, people don't know what we talk about. So, in the online resource, like our online training platform, now we click on courses right down the bottom. It says GPX library, and Ian put together a directory of GPX files for the, well, a lot of long distance trails in this country, both national trails yes. and non national yeah. trails. There, yeah. and above yeah. there, as, as Ian said, there's a video that takes you through how you in port them onto your GPS device and or alternatively edit them down day by day. And you rightly say. You've got to date, edit them down day by day because then you get the information. Mm. The key thing is on the Garmin, you know, it says, right, you're going to arrive at your destination in you know, six hours, which is going to be you know, yeah. 4.15 this evening or this afternoon, rather, or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, actually, if you've got the whole of the track 
or, or routes in there. It's going to say you're going to arrive there in three days' time, which is putting yeah. uh, useless information unless you're going to do it well, all it in is, one isn't go, it? Yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes. again, that, if you have cut it down, then if you, you know if if it says you're going to get there at seven o'clock, you know you can keep yourself going. You, you manage your day a little bit yeah. better yeah. Um, rather than um, this bit of useless information. And and the other thing is, is that the, the following day, when you start your next day's walk, you just find the the day that you're on, and mm-hmm. you just start it. I mean, it just don't have to think. Well, what, what do I do? Where am I? It's just there. So. And then if you edit the end of that day's walking to finish off at your accommodation or your campsite or something, it's actually that's. A, oh, and then the following day to start from your accommodation or your campsite, yeah. it's yeah. actually a true navigation experience because often, often the the last mile or the last x number of miles to your accommodation is often the hardest to navigate because you're leaving the trail, isn't it? So that's, yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So. So, yeah, Good. so just split them down. Split them, down. Split them down, yeah. So if they're not showing any GPS units, split them down to day by day, and that usually will, well, it will bring down the number of waypoints or track points to the required amount. Next top tip for Garmin users is topoactive Europe mapping. It never loads in Garmin Basecamp. Yes, so when, um, so actually most GPSs now, I think, don't they? They all come with topoactive, preloaded topoactive maps as do the phoenix watches um basically what people need to do is, is they need if they've got a gps with these preloaded maps um for what it's worth and they want to use them they need to connect the gps to their to base camp uh when they do it for the first time and just leave it mm-hmm. um you've just got to let base camp read what is on the g what is on the gps which is these top active maps they can it can take depending on what's going on on your laptop computer or whatever you use um it can take quite some time it's not it's not a five minute process it it can take a good couple of hours so do it overnight leave it overnight or something if you um because until you let Basecamp read the gps for the first time you'll never see the maps and um but subsequently when you connect your watch or gps to base camp it just loads straight away they just load straight away so it kind of caches them in the background doesn't it just caches them in the background absolutely yeah initial time and and yeah i can understand customers frustration because they've got the new gps unit plug it into garmin base camp and they want to get going at it and it takes (laughs) takes half an hour to load up the topoactive mapping (laughs) Uh, which i think it's worth the wait because i quite like as an aid uh, to work alongside your ordnance survey map, I like the top yes. active mapping too. Yeah. You no, know, shut off your ordnance survey mapping and look at it on the top active mapping. It's a nice addition to have to it, isn't it? Yes, yes. As I say, it, it's. I mean, as, as we know, it's it is quite basic mapping. It there are no contours on it, and a lot of things that it doesn't have that ordnance survey maps do have. But it is still, you know, and and I think that there are quite a few. Um, Quite a few cyclists, I think, seem to like the topoactive maps. Um, as do I think, John, as we've discussed, geocaches as well. They, they quite, you know. So, so there is a place for them. Um, but yeah, just let, please, just let them load initially. For a cup, good, you know, how long it takes, and then you'll be fine after that. Brilliant. Your sat map. Um, FAQs is where do I find the setting options on the Active 20? So, yeah, I've firstly, John, as as I said to you in my email, I've you know, Jane was training, Jane was training me the other day about this because I had, do you know what? (laughs) So, when I downloaded the latest SAP map beta version, whatever it was, um, 
all my 41-odd settings just sort of went, and I looked at it, and there were seven. I'm thinking, what's wrong with this? And I know that, Jane, because there have been lots of problems with the SatMap um, uh, download issues since they went to a new website. So they, they, they say that this is good for the soul, this bit, isn't it? So, um, so, I was, so Jane was keeping me updated, saying, oh, yeah, yeah, that you can definitely do the downloads now off, off, um, uh, if, wirelessly uh, uh, off your Wi-Fi. And I go, yeah, 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 right, okay. Um, because I was still only getting seven. I'm thinking, what is wrong with, what is wrong with this update? And so I phoned the office, and and Jane said, "Oh, didn't 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 you know? Didn't you know that this is how you get into all the settings now?" I thought, "No." <laughs> you know, so yeah. James, go on. You, you finish the story because actually, this this all makes sense. So because I tell you what is, when I did the walk and talk on Saturday on the SatMap Active Twenty, I'm there. I, I started the, took the SatMap Active Twenty out of the office and went walking with it, and I went, "Where's the satellite page on it?" Where's why is there only seven settings in the setting yeah. setting thing? And actually, it, when people watch the walk and talk, if they look at the first overview of the GPS unit, I go through the pages. There's no satellite page there, and the settings only have seven settings. And I started going to walk, going, "Where's all the settings gone for this GPS unit?" And now I know it's because it was amended to help you sort through this problem that you've had, which is you only saw the seven settings rather than all the settings. So. Finish off with your story, but it's all making sense of why the unit so, in the office had only seven settings on it. So, so I'm thinking, where's it all gone? And so I, I was talking to Jane, and she said, oh, didn't, didn't, didn't you know where they are? Don't you know where they are? I said, no. So she said, right, okay, so if you go into the, um, what is it? The um, So when you're into the settings and you see these seven settings, the very top one says user mode. And so Jane said to me, if you go into the, select the user mode, then there's uh, the, the window that appears. There's one that says light or expert. So if, if you then select the experts um, option, it then gives you all the settings. Did you know that, job? I, I did. I did. On, I learned this on Saturday when I was out with the SatMap yeah. Active. That's what I say, because I, I started this unit going, this bit's missing. This. How come there's only seven settings? What, what, yes, what's happening? And I, I was walking that. along going, why, where's all the settings gone? Because I, I thought I'd need to do a video showing the satellite page, and there was no satellite page on this GPS unit. So it was only when I, I, I was walking along and what's happened? And I looked and thought, it says at the top, light. I've never seen that before. And then I moved across, <laughs> it says expert, and then suddenly the all the extra number of settings all then reappear. So, um, yeah, so that I'd learnt this on, on Saturday when I was out with the, the sat map. So, yeah, I, I do know that now. But actually, yeah. and, but it all makes sense why our GPS unit in the office was set up as light because actually, I'm going to blame you for it, Ian because actually somebody will, Jane was showing you or was maybe playing with our GPS unit to work out what, why that was. Why are you blaming me, John? Because it was Jane. It, it was, was Jane. Jane. It was Jane who had vaulted it. So, yeah, yeah. It so. was Jane that told me how to get so. So maybe she Jane. thinks I, I'm not technology minded enough to have the expert <laughs> version. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Jane knew about it. I didn't know about it, and I think there was a severe lack of communication between the office, the, the Rothbury and um, West Sussex. And maybe, maybe I, I'm, I'm too proud a man to ask my wife how to use the Sam yeah, yeah. Twenty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's the issue. There is, I'm too proud a man to say to my wife, "Why is this only got seven settings?" So I go marched on my 15 mile walk, too proud to ask that situation. So there you are. <laughs> 
So that's it. That's your sign. That's how you find the settings, John. That's how you find the settings. According to your wife, Jane. That's right. So to summarise, to view the full settings on a SatMap Active 20, you go to settings and there's a user mode at the top and you can tap left or right on there and there's one called light which cuts down the, the settings, I think it's just yeah. seven and then there's the expert. The other thing is again which I've, I've learned is the expert shows you the satellite Qual the page where on the light version you lose that when yes. you go through your page yeah. buttons as yes. well. Yeah, and yeah. that's a key yeah. thing with that Satman. No, I got almost like the three feet accuracy I was down to on Saturdays. Second yeah. to none, really. It's very good. Unbelievable, yeah. really. So, yeah. Yeah. and if people observe me, they watch the walk and talk. They they notice when I go through the page at the beginning, you'll notice that the satellite page is missing, and that was because I I couldn't find it and I couldn't work out why. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that was only when I got uh, literally a, a few miles into my walk. And I'm like, why is this not doing as I thought it was going to? And I realized there's this expert and light in the settings. So, <laughs> hey ho. Yes. Very yes. good. <laughs> Any other FAQs and things that you've been asked of over the, the previous month, Ian, that you could. Oh, I mean, not, I mean, lots, but these have, these have been the main, because we've really got covered a couple of months, haven't we, because of what we did last month and, and uh, with Jane and. And, and Lynn, so, but these have been the main ones, I think. Um, and please, well, I suppose the other thing, John, again, please, everyone, you know, I've had quite a few queries over the last few days where people have sort of like become, I think, armchair GPS users. Um, please get out, please use them, um, because the more you use them, the more familiar you will be with what what they do, and problems would be resolved if you're outside and. You know, indoors, not necessarily the GPS will pick up satellites, and so it won't work to its full potential. So, even stand in your garden and do things, you know, just uh, please. <laughs> so, quickly summarize the FAQs for this month. So, Garmin, um, if you download a GPX file, they'll split it into day by day sections, and that yeah. usually will make it work. Top of Active Mapping, please be patient when we're loading that onto Garmin Basecamp for the first time. And the SatMap Active 20, there is these two user modes that we're talking about light and expert. When you're on the light version, uh, you only get seven options, I think, of, of settings. When you get the full expert version, you get um, lots of, well, the, the settings that we're all used well, to. Well, you, you get the whole. You get what you're used to. Get used to what you're used to. And um, again, yeah, you also get the extra page, like your, your, your satellite page on there yes. as well. So again, yeah. that's, that's all, if you can, you've lost your satellite pages because you're in the, the light version. And finally, many thanks for listening to this month's GPS training podcast. If there's anything you'd like to cover in future episodes, please do get in touch. Please do give us a call, especially if you're thinking about buying a new outdoor GPS unit. And I must also say at this point, when next month, oh, well, we're going to do a mid-month podcast. I've already recorded an interview with Chris the Coast Walker, and that's going to go out in two weeks' time. So I'm going to do that mid-month uh, through this coming month, and that's a really nice interview about, um, if you don't know, Chris is walking around the coast of Britain and had to bail out of Wales uh, with current lockdown, well, with the lockdown restrictions, and, he, and uh, he'll be back on the coast when we air the uh, podcast mid-month. Please do tell your friends about uh, the GPS Training Podcast. Encourage them to subscribe on whatever platform they do. And if you can give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to us on, it is very much appreciated. And if you can leave us a snazzy review, that is also very much appreciated. Many thanks, Ian, for joining me on this month's GPS Training Podcast. Um, lockdown, Ian, are you now lockdown's kind of finished? Um, are you any plans, any walking plans for the current year? Uh, just going to see how it happens, John. 
just see that because there's no point making too too uh, too many plans i think at the moment just uh, just keep an eye on the late summer just see uh, late yeah. summer get out maybe do a bit of a long distance trail yeah, or something yeah. like that. i know you had quite nice. a bit of plan for last year that all got closed down didn't oh, it really yeah yeah yes yes i i could do with a long walk <laughs> <laughs> brilliant yeah. all right thanks for joining me right. and thanks everybody for You're listening welcome. thanks for listening to the gps training podcast the monthly podcast keeping you up to date with everything in the world of outdoor gps navigation